The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. We've got a lot of uh, tweets to get to. We'll get to those coming up. Please share your thoughts uh, via Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. And please follow us if you would. And, you know, you see people out and about, maybe tell them we're here. You know what? Let, let them follow you. You don't want them to follow you? Eh, just, I've hit a cap. So, I'll, let them just follow you. You're I, good where you are? I'm good where I'm at. This is the highest you this wanted to be. This is the highest I wanted that's to be. That's right. That's the so sweet spot I'm, for you. I, I hit the sweet spot. Per- you're, you're, you're at the perfect level. I am in the perfect. I'm going to unfollow other. you. But then I'm screwed. I'm at 12, I know. 12,300. Yeah, it'll give somebody else an opportunity. For what? To follow you. If you're right at the magic number, I unfollow you. It makes room for somebody else. I'll give up no, my No, no, but I'm happy where I'm right now. I know, but that'll you'll Do you still, know what made me unhappy on purpose? <clears throat> no, because someone else will follow you and you'll be at the sweet spot, but I'll, I'll just get out of line and give someone else. Listen, if someone else wants a slice of the pie, I'm going to have to give up a little piece of my pie. That's what it is. So that's, uh, that's how I look at it. So a buddy of mine said that one day, he's like, whatever plateau he hit, like 10,000 or 20,000, yeah. he goes, I'm at 10,000. I said, I'm going to follow you. <laughs> It's such a douche move. You're such a such a douche. It's like, yes, I made it. Yes. All right. uh, Get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. There's a couple of stories about bullying right now in the news. And, you know, we cover so many stories off air that we go through because we're constantly reading all these news sources. A lot of them we don't get to. Uh, A lot of them it's not, you know, anything we're talking about. It's just more so we know what's going on. And I saw two stories of bullying. One kid was nine. One kid was six. Nothing to do with each other other than they were both bullied. Young and, young and bullied in school. And I, I read the, the headlines and something didn't sit well with me with either one of them. Now, one of them is a story that we even posted at The Blaze about a six-year-old boy who stood up for his friends. Now, you, you heard that story, Yes, right? I did hear that story, yes. He stood up to his friend. Uh, he stood up for his friend because kids were bullying him, and boom, he got beat up, got a couple surgeries, broken arm. Yeah, this was posted. The Blaze carried a story about it on Monday as well, so you can go back through and see it from Monday. Maybe we retweeted. Yeah. Uh, six-year-old stands up to bullies in defense of his friends, ends up in the hospital for his troubles. It's a nice story. Yes. When, when, you, when you think about a kid... Standing up for his friends <clears throat> and and being injured for it. Um, you know, there is uh, no love so great as yeah. a man lay down his life for a friend. Obviously, mm-hmm. he didn't lay down his life, but it's, it's in a similar vein. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed for somebody else. And that's what a hero is. <clears throat> a hero sacrifices themselves or is willing to. You know, you don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you're willing to. For somebody else. Somebody else is good. That's a hero. And when you see the pictures, look at him. His yeah. face all scraped up and whatever. Sad. And it's a nice story. But I didn't mention it even though it's a nice story because, Chris, I'm a skeptical person. And something about the story just seemed odd. I want to believe. Hmm. I want to be the hopeless romantic that believes this is, is legit. But nothing about the story made you think, is this real? I guess I'm not there yet. <clears throat> Let me tell you a couple of details. I just want to casually mention this, and then we'll get to the other one. But it mentions um, 
that his friends were being bullied and he stepped in. Um, his mom said it's been awful because he's been injured so much. But the incident um, during this, a five-year-old was um, kind of the center focus of this. He was uh, being bullied. And then the six-year-old stepped in and they described what happened to him. <clears throat> he ended up with multiple bruises, lacerations, a broken arm that required surgery because other kids attacked him. Mm-hmm. He's six. Yes. So theoretically, there's going to be other six-year-olds. I guess. Okay, maybe they're a couple years older, seven, eight. If these were 18, um, 16-year-olds, that would have been reported in the story. Yes. 16-year-old beats up six-year-old. That would have been like the focus of oh, it. Oh, yeah. So if they were 13, it probably would have been reported. So they got to be closer to his age range, wouldn't you assume? <clears throat> Those other kids beat him up this badly? Hmm. To the point that mom said that he had a laceration to his eye. Mm -hmm. They even rubbed sawdust in his eye. They pulled rocks and sawdust and debris out because they rubbed him in his eye. There's something else going on here. I'm not saying the mom's lying or the kid didn't have this happen. I mean, the kid is hurting right now. He even has a GoFundMe page. Yeah, they could use the help. Oh, yeah. I think at the time, uh, he was, let me see how much it is. They were asking for just 5500 to cover expenses. So 5500 is what they're asking for. They're, it's at almost 46000 Yeah, and they stopped taking <clears throat> donations. Yeah, so that's awesome. But you mean to tell me, we've got other six, seven, eight-year-olds, several of them, not just one, several of them, in Olympia, Washington, that are willing to beat another child this badly, that they rubbed stuff in his eyes, broke his arm. I mean, this kid is, he's damaged. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. Does, does that seem extreme? It is and extreme. If it, if it did happen that way, uh, we've got a problem with the Utes. Yes. We've got to go talk to the Utes. You've got six-year-olds that are willing to do this. We have seen cases. Um, there's a famous case out of uh, England 20 years ago where two kids in Liverpool, let's say they were eight-ish, something mm-hmm. like that, lured a baby behind a shopping center, like oh, a wow. toddler, mm-hmm. and killed him. Oh, wow. So kids do these things at times. Okay. It happens. This just doesn't seem common they beat him with sticks and rocks yeah and according to this the police said uh, this was started by a five-year-old the five-year-old started it i thought he was the one who the kid was defending no so they identify a five-year-old kid who believed that started all this and, and started hitting him and beating yeah him. a five-year-old okay there's another issue if this is a hundred percent true this is what happened the five-year-old beat him and i'm willing to i'm not being a jerk here i'm willing then we need to we need more details on the five year old and everybody else. Mm-hmm. What is happening to them, and is this standard or are they just the exception in this? Some there's more to this story. I don't know what it is, but there's more. So to so it. far, social service social services is involved, but due to the age of everyone involved, so five they and six, uh, the case will not result in criminal referral. <coughs> so they will not go for a criminal case. Right. Because it's a five-year-old and a six-year-old. There's basically. still something else here. I so want to know. What's what, your theory? What are, Can what I know are, your theory? No, I'm... I'm uh, 
either what is being reported is not 100% accurate. Okay. And I, I don't want to go down that road because the kid is yes. still hurt. Yes. He's hurt, and I hope he gets better. Of course. It's a, a terrible thing. So I'm willing to say maybe it's more of what what is surrounding these other kids. If you're a, And again, it's several of them. It's not just one. Mm-hmm. What is going on in their homes where they have lost that compassion mm. for a, another kid? Yeah, kids push each other down or whatever. But I got to tell you, if I got in a fight like that and somebody starts bleeding, okay, it's over. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, once they're injured, I'm not going to keep beating them with rocks and stuff. And then you're rubbing sawdust and glass and, and debris in their eyes. Who does that? Yeah. I mean, you. what is going on in their homes? What's their home life like? They've got to be taught some of this. Some, somehow mm-hmm. they were desensitized. So there's something else to it. Uh, the other story is a nine-year-old. And Chris is really, really triggered by this one. Yes. A I... nine-year-old who was... Bullied, allegedly bullied to the point that he committed suicide. Yes. And he was bullied because he announced to the class at the age of nine that he is gay. Uh, I know a kid is dead, but what does a nine-year-old know about, one, committing suicide, two, is he really gay? Because the whole incident came out where the kid, um, and it's sad. This is Denver, Colorado. Yes. The kid just started fourth grade last week, Doc Thompson. Before he started fourth grade, he went to his mother and said, Mom, I think I'm gay. Yeah, the quote is, and this is what the mom said, uh, and he looked so scared when he told me, he was like, Mom, I'm gay. And I thought he was playing, so I looked back because I was driving, and he was curled up so scared, and and I said, I still love you. Uh, according to the article, um, he said he wanted to tell his classmates when he went back to school yes. because his mom said he, quote, was proud of himself. Yes. And then another quote was where he says, Mom, I know you buy me boy clothes, but can you buy me girl clothes? Okay, that's not gay. That's transgender. Thank you. Uh He said, and this is another quote, and he goes, can I be honest with you? And I was like, sure. And he's like, I know you buy me boy stuff because I'm a boy, but I'd rather dress like a girl. So then he goes to school, gets bullied. He's so upset. Yeah. Um, He ended up uh, killing himself. Yes. It's sad, but I don't, uh, this story, it it frustrates me because if a nine-year-old is committing suicide because he was bullied because he was gay, what in the world are we doing with our young people? Okay, this is much like the other story. There just seems to... I need to, more. I need more quest, uh, questions answered. I need yes. more answers. And I have just a litany of questions. They didn't report how he died. No. Um, without sounding like a ghoul, I'm going to need to know that to really figure out yes. what's going on. Because if this nine-year-old knows how to kill himself, please tell me... Because I have a seven-year-old that I need to sit down and talk. So when, so do we now have to have a suicide talk? I do we, so. Now do we have to right. have a, a gay talk? Right. On top of the sex talk? On top of driving while black? On top of doing you know the, the illegal talk? The racist talk? So what, how many talks do I need? How legit, right. How legit is all this stuff and how common and whatever? I mean, I appreciate the mom for saying yes. I still love you and that's nice. This almost smacks though like it's, like it's a narrative coming... 
for pro gay, pro LGBT, and, and, and I don't want to sound insensitive. And that's the first thing I thought when I started reading the quotes from the mom. The mom, the, right? Because the mom did everything right. Yes, right. Exactly. And, and I'm not attacking the mom. I'm not no, saying she didn't. No, I'm no. saying it reads how the left would want this. Yes, that it's like this. Um, he says, uh, "I'm gay, mom. Uh, I'm gay." And uh, he looked so scared when he was telling me. And I looked back because I was driving and he was all curled up so scared. And I said, I still love you. I mean, that's like an after school special when yes. I was a kid. You know, this is this is the heartfelt movie where the uh, previously homophobic dad has the moment him. and understands the son and says, I love you. That That's what this is. Maybe it actually happened that way. But little red flag. That's, seems, that was my first. Yes. Seems like it was written by you know LGBT groups. Yes. Okay, fine. And then he goes to school wanting to just proudly disclaim I'm gay, and mom doesn't say hey. How was it? Maybe you don't do that first of all. And if you're willing to do this before you do it, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And you are going to be ostracized and you're going to lose friends. Sad, but it's true. It will probably happen. And even if you don't lose them because they're all secret homophobes or overt homophobes, they are going to label you that way and the jokes are going to be there. Even if they don't mean to be jerks, they're just, hey, you're the gay one, whatever. So you've got to fully, and at nine, you probably can't you know, fully understand it. Why don't you wait a year? Now, if you're hell-bent on doing this, son, it's going to be awful you're not going to be able to switch, you know, level with them as best you can. Doesn't say she did that. No. <clears throat> then he comes home and does mom say, what's going on? What happened? What happened with the big day where you at nine announced to your class you're gay? Isn't this supposed to be like recognized <clears throat> and celebrated that you just came out of the quote, quote, closet? I'd probably be calling the kid at lunch. Everything okay? Text, hey, everything's good. How did you that will be, if I'm going to let my kid do this. As soon as it comes up, okay, what happened? What did Bobby, Susie, and Mark say? It was four days after he started and made this announcement that he was pronounced dead. And, now, then, and that's the thing. How did he do it? Did he just want to say, hey, Mrs. Smith, I have an announcement to make? Was it like that or was he, hey? Right. Now, it's possible. It played out exactly this yes. way. In which case, you know, it's then sad. I'm an idiot. I'm yes. just, it just, some red flags have popped up. It's possible that the mom did ask him. And for four days, everything was great. Was, he announced was he was fun. gay. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, as a parent, this is going to be my focus for quite a while. Not the, oh my gosh, I've got a gay child. No. You know, you'll deal with that your own ways. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to sit, you know, one of the things my father did really well and he had some failures. I mean, look at me. Yeah. But one of the things he did... Seriously. You don't have to agree with that. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Let's say no. My father was, was a really smart guy. And he would always talk to us. Whether he agreed, disagreed, he would always talk to us at whatever age and give us examples. Um, there were parables. A lot of Bible stories. A lot of things that says, now hold on there a second. You got to understand everything. If I made a declaration to him about something I believed, if I challenged him, if I may, had an opinion on a news story, wrong or right, even if he agreed with me, he challenged me on it. And he'd sit down and say, you've got to understand everything that comes with this. And I could see in this situation, well, my dad did think I was gay for eight hours. 
Yeah, he did. I was like 19 at the time. That's different. But if I'd gone to him, it's nine. He would, he would have absolutely took it serious. He wouldn't have been, you know, mean. And he would have said, what do you, why do you think you're gay? And okay. And you're going to announce this. Do you know what's coming with this? Do you understand what's going? He would lay out the entire thing, even if 98% of what he was saying, he knew I would not be able to absorb. It was not going to stay with me or whatever. As a parent, you still do your due diligence. You put the information out there and know a couple of things. They are absorbing some of it. You are helping at least a little bit. You pray that it's a little bit more. But here's the amazing thing. The way our brains work, we're sponges in the early part of our life, especially like zero through six. You know, I mean, you just absorb everything around you. Every sight, sound, smell is absorbed. And it's true even after, but even more so when you're a little bit younger. So as a parent, if you're teaching and you're telling them concepts and ideas that they're not even fully processing, right? You know a lot of it they're not getting. That's planted somewhere in their head. And years later, they hit a situation they may not know, understand, or how to deal with it. That is going to be recalled somehow. It's going to pull. How many times in your life as an adult have you gone, oh, and you have that little epiphany, some of that or little synapses linking up and firing from something that you absorbed from a teachable moment when you were six. So is that what she did here? Both of these stories, I've got questions and I have to call a Bravo Sierra until I know more. We may never know more. I feel bad for the kids either way. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.